Happy birthday to James. Happy birthday to James. Happy birthday, Mr. Jay-Z. Happy birthday to you. And the home of the Street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And 97, man. Uh, 97 for your edification, listener, just uh, apropos of nothing. 97 in the, the spring of 1997, I was a junior in high school. And funnily enough, for whatever reason, 97 is a year that I always think it was just a few years ago in my mind. It was 21 years ago at this point, but it's like, oh, 97, that was just a couple 20 years ago. What happened? What happened? So, uh, yeah, that, that's where I am. And that's what this episode is. 97. How about you, James? Do you have any special associations with the number 97? No, I had already started my college career at that point, And uh, 96 was pretty significant. And 99 was a lot of fun, but... Yeah, 97, 98, not so much. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess. 90, uh, 98, it was probably either the fall of 98 or spring of 99 where we met. Exactly. Um, That's one of the highlights. Yeah, yeah, but 97, eh, I guess I got my class ring as a junior. That's kind of uh, not that big a deal. I haven't worn that thing in years. I don't know if it could even still fit on my finger. Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Hey, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, listener? Is 97 significant to you in any way? Let us know, because clearly we, we're, we're really struggling and failing to come up with anything of significance for that year. So, yeah, let, uh, this, this is going to fall to you, I think. And if you say you were born, please don't tell don't. us. Yeah, just, it's, <laughs> it's okay. We don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can keep that one under your helmet. How are you, James? <laughs> I appreciate you asking, and I'm just going to answer that question by asking you, how are you? I'm okay. I had a bit of a week. I went on retreat with my youth group, and right in the middle of that, literally right in the middle of that, I had to come home because my daughter made her first Holy Communion. So, you know, that was a, a great time. So we, we, had, uh, we had times. Oh, yes. We had times. And yeah, so so I had a great week and something that I know you had this past week, which we didn't mention last week and you've been keeping a lid on, but somebody turned their number times 10 this past week. Yeah, that's right. And uh, since I did not turn 350. <laughs> yeah, I turned 40 officially. That's right. On, uh, on May 1st. So um, my family threw me a surprise party the day of your lovely daughter's first communion. Yeah, way to and, drop uh, the ball there, Mac. 
No, no, not hey. That was much more important, and and if I had my choice, I would have been there celebrating with you. Quite frankly, no offense to my loved ones and other friends. Of, of course. course, I appreciate that so much. It was a true, true, true surprise, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, it was great to see everybody. And you were missed, but you were there in spirit, so I Thank appreciate you. that too. Of course, and your lovely wife. So yeah, so I'm officially forty, and we'll get into this in a little bit. But uh, super fan Anthony officially said that I could join the Misfits, or at least go to their over forty league now, because I do qualify at least age wise. Talent wise is a whole other story. So I told him <laughs> that I appreciate the offer. But I'll do the Misfits much better not being on their team than being a member of their team. Speaking of the Misfits, congratulations to them. They are in the finals out at the Sports Arena in St. James of their current season. They are taking on Charlestown, I think. Charleston, something like that. Anyway, it's a best out of three. And game one didn't go as well as could be expected for the misfits but tonight as this podcast drops so that's friday night is game two and then if necessary game three will be next tuesday so you know good luck misfits we're pulling for you and you know we hope you can turn around and and bring home well i don't know what qualifies as a trophy out there but bring home you know whatever accolades you are uh, awarded for winning your season Yes, best of luck, Misfits. That's that's fantastic. And go get him, Superfan Anthony. And speaking of Misfits, Anthony and his team aren't the only Misfits involved in what we're talking about on this podcast because the Misfits, different Misfits, were also one of the teams that the Thunder from the RSHL, the RSHL Thunder, played in their tournament this past weekend. So... James, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, thank you. Real quick, congratulations to Kevin Frost's team, of course, friend of the show, and he was just back on a couple of podcasts ago, but the Raleigh Thunder, exactly. Congratulations on making the finals of the 2018 Street Hockey Championship up in Pittsburgh. Fantastic job, gentlemen. They unfortunately lost one nothing in that final, but, I mean, they literally played hockey all day and traveled a long way to get there. So they did an excellent job. Congratulations on a terrific tournament. And congratulations to Gino Giancreco. I hope I pronounced your name correctly on being named team MVP. And excellent job by Stan for giving the updates on the Facebook page and Twitter as well. I don't want to try and attempt to butcher your last name, sir. But great job by all the RSHL. Excellent work on all points and congratulations. Yes, indeed. You represent our podcast well. And, of course, you acquit yourselves quite well as well, no doubt. And if you, and by now, at this point, I'm not speaking directly to Anthony and and Kevin and and anyone involved in what we were just talking about. I'm talking to you, the non-Anthony and Kevin listener. If you have some kind of great feat or accolade that you are proud of some great tournament run or uh, you know if you've done quite well in your season and you'd like us to report on it shoot us an email at hit the deck at gmail.com or you know hit us up on our facebook page at hit the deck or tweet at us at hit the deck pod and we will be happy to sing your praises and congratulate you as well because here at hit the deck we're all about you know the enjoyment of deck hockey and doesn't matter what team you're on we just you know we're happy to spread the word and we're happy for you so congratulations to you guys and all you other guys who we don't know about yet 
And, I mean, this was a jam-packed weekend for whatever reason for ball hockey. And uh, speaking of guys, let's go and give accolades to the women, too. All right. Yes. Accolades to the lady guys. Here, here. <laughs> what, why? What happened what? this weekend, James? Well, the, uh, the United Women's Ball Hockey Federation held a spring fest up in Drackett, Massachusetts. I hope I pronounced that properly, too. Sure, why and uh, that was over the weekend. It was Saturday and Sunday at the recording of this podcast. So uh, it was a really big success. The ladies did great. And I just want to give a tap of the stick to head coach Jackie Spiegel, friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod. And they are gearing up from June to July, the under-20 team that will be representing the U.S. women in the 2018 ISBHF World Ball Hockey Championship over in the Czech Republic. So this was kind of a tune-up for that, and uh, it was a really big success. Everything went well, and a lot of pictures and stuff on their Facebook page, and we'll have links to that, too. So uh, way to go. I mean, what a weekend for ball hockey. I don't know what was in the air, but good stuff all around. Seriously, we just met Jackie at the Rose Charities Tournament a couple weeks ago, so that was nice. So, Jackie, you know, good luck to you and your team, and we uh, expect great things from you in the very near future. So go get them. Absolutely. And I'm just uh, warning everybody right now, there was a team from all of the pictures that were posted from the uh, Spring Fest. There was a team that I think they're going to try and steal you from us, American Rhino, because they had their jerseys were the American flag. They had like muscle tees with the American flag. It looked exactly like your pads. So um, I'm not letting you go without a fight. I'm just Uh saying that. I, I don't think I have the right plumbing to qualify for the women's team, James. No, the, it was men and women. So oh, okay, it was, okay. Yeah, it was all cool. It all was right, all cool. All right. Well, we'll see. I don't, I don't know that I'm quite at that level, but I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> so well done, ladies, and Indeed. good luck. So, James, since we have lavished all these congratulations and all these acknowledgments to everybody else, it's only fair that we acknowledge ourselves, <laughs> and, uh, which sounds pretty self-serving coming out of my mouth that way but um we should introduce ourselves it seems only polite don't you think you are very right yeah okay so well in that case why don't we jump right into our starting lineup and for tonight's starting lineup in goal as ever i am number 35 your american rhino gary mccomiskey and of course my stupendous (laughs) co-host (laughs) <laughs> on defense number four, I'm James Sajazi. Yes, you are. And don't you ever forget it. I won't. All right, good. So, James Sajazi, could yeah. I please impose upon you to tell us what happens to be on deck for this particular podcast? No imposition at all, sir. Thank you. Deck Hockey Hat Trick. A Catholic grade school in Brampton, Ontario, teamed up with local police and district superintendent to play ball hockey for the Share Life Charity. Special face-off. Don't forget, kiddos, Mother's Day is May 13th. Back on Friday night, April 20th, a lovely mom of a player in the Ridge Meadows Minor Ball Hockey Association dropped the season-starting ceremonial puck. The American Rhino and I explained just how special it was. And Mother and Son Deck League. Don't say that Hit the Deck didn't warn you about being prepared for Mother's Day. A mother and son just started their own successful deck hockey league up in the Niagara area. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, sir. You are welcome. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, ow. Sorry, I, I, I was stuck in a scratch there. I kept, you know. Yeah. 
That's a that's a vinyl record reference. You see, vinyl records used to be these these circular discs. I mean, I guess all discs are circular, but these things, these flat discs that uh, used to contain music, not CDs. These were larger, usually black, and you'd put them on something called a turntable, which would spin them around, and you'd put a needle on them, and they would play music. There was actually songs kind of scratched into the vinyl. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, like, amazing. And, uh, you know, ask your parents. So... Once upon a time, when you had these vinyl records, what would happen is because the way they were played was through these needles and they had to be fairly soft in order to have the the songs scratched into them at the factory, what would happen is sometimes you'd get a scratch in the record itself and it would cause it to just repeat and repeat and repeat. And that's the joke that I just explained so uh, for the benefit of our younger listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Thank you. Well, my uh, 40-year-old self thought that was hysterical, and, and I remember records very, very well, as a matter of fact. But anyway, thank you for that, American Rhino. Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> what was I trying to say before I skipped? The first topic is about a uh, Catholic grade school in Brampton, Ontario. Yeah, start and, them young. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about this is the three topics just so happen to be things that happened in April. So we were uh, pretty busy during the month, and now we're kind of doing a, an unofficial wrap-up of some highlights of the month of April as we start May. But back on Wednesday, April 11th, the St. Aidan's Share Life Outdoor Charity Ball Hockey Game was played. And the cool thing about that is a charity called Share Life, which is up in Toronto, Canada. And it is a charitable appeal of the Catholic Archdiocese of Toronto, and they support a large network of Catholic agencies. And St. Aidan's was a part of it on uh, April 11th, where they actually did a ball hockey tournament to raise funds for Share Life. I go to, you know, a Catholic parish. Uh, I, you know, I'm part of a Catholic diocese, as are you. I, I'd like to see them sponsor some hockey. I wouldn't mind getting involved with that. Yeah, hopefully if uh, we know somebody, maybe he or she can hear the podcast and away we go. But we'll <laughs> see. It's always good. I mean, anytime you play ball hockey, deck hockey and raise funds and do it for a good cause, it's just it's nothing but win, 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 win. And this is a great example of that as well. So there were not only students from St. Aidan Catholic Elementary playing, but uh, teachers as well. And the superintendent, Les Story, who is the superintendent of at least 20 schools. So that's a pretty big deal. And they were joined by the local police, the Peel Regional Police Department. And they all gathered together, played uh, deck hockey all day, and raised more than $350 to help the students approach their $5,000 goal for the 2017-18 Share Life campaign. Now, I applaud this event. And, you know, I, I, I don't expect people to empty their pocketbooks on something like this. But only $350? Uh, that's, that's a little surprising. You know, usually these tournaments can, can do pretty well. So hopefully they can get the word out. And next time they can do even better. Yeah, and again, as we were saying, there are multiple fundraisers that specifically St. Aidan Catholic Elementary School does with 
share life and they do it throughout the year. So this is just a part of it. So maybe, yeah, if, if that was a good indication, and again, it's just grade school. So maybe people are cheaping out a little bit as opposed to maybe high school or college or whatever the case is. But for little kids, I think that's, if it came out of their own pockets too, that's really special and, and wonderful and generous. And they have their hearts in the right place as these charities are for their local area and helping people of all walks of life and it's really beautiful, and it's exactly what Catholics should do and, and should be all about, helping your fellow man, and no matter what age, no matter what belief, no matter what, you know, if somebody's down, you got to help him or her out, and uh, that's what they have done. But again, this is kind of a part of other fundraising events that they do throughout the year, including spirit days, coat drives, food drives, and things like that. So uh, to get to the $5,000 goal, if this was their first batch of putting into it 350 bucks sounds like they're off to a good start listen i'm not going to complain about people giving to charity especially if it's students but as somebody who has a child in a catholic school i could probably put a down payment on a house for what i give to that school on a yearly basis through fundraisers and and etc so i'm just saying i think you can do a little better than 350 next time so saint aiden's aim a little higher is all i'm saying Oh, you're tough, man. I am. I am tough because charity begins at home and I'm in my home, which is very hot and I'm a little cranky and I want ball hockey to be a little better represented as well as Catholic charity. So this is your cranky American rhino saying, step it up, St. Aidan's. That's all. Hopefully we'll put it into a little perspective. Maybe there weren't too many teams involved and all that. And again, if it was the kids that were giving, then that's a lot. And I'm not sure the difference. I think whatever the Canadian dollar is versus the American dollar, maybe that's more money. Cop out. So, uh, I'm, uh, all right. Anyway. Uh, but, oh, sorry. Okay. Rah! All right. I don't want to be good cop, bad cop here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you on the night of the 11th? Well, yeah, I mean, you got a great alibi because you got the Peel Regional Police on your side. So maybe they could shake down a few more pennies out of people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we need police shaking people down. That's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they do things right up in Toronto, or at least they, they don't get bad press, which is unfair to the great guys and girls in blue down here in the U.S., which we love and appreciate, by the way. You're a loose cannon, American rhino. Give me your badge and your gun. <laughs> yeah. You, but, yeah. you want me on that force. You need me on that force. Eh? <laughs> You're making Dirty Harry blush. <laughs> Good stuff. But anyway, yeah, so hopefully we'll, we'll keep our eye on that. And maybe we'll see if St. Aidan's has another deck hockey charity event coming up. And, I'm not uh, even the, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so from there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, we should advance from there, I think. Hopefully we'll bring the American Rhino back up to good spirits, is that on Friday night, April 20th, as uh, Gary and I were preparing for our own deck hockey tournament the day after that, which was the Rose Charities event on uh, April 21st, up in Maple Ridge, British Columbia, the Ridge Meadows Minor Ball Hockey Association kicked off their season. And a very special guest dropped the ceremonial first puck, who was a mother of one of the players in the league, and her name is Danielle Linfoot. Now, the amazing thing about that is she suffered four amputations of her limbs. So she's in a wheelchair, but God bless her and her spirit. That doesn't stop her at all. And that's what helped make the ceremonial first puck drop so much more special and really beautiful. You know, here on Hit the Deck, we always try and preach equality and fairness. 
and we never look down our nose on anybody unless you're a real jerk. I mean, then you deserve to be left on your own and not hurt anybody. But unless you're that part, guy. That's exactly right. Don't be that guy. Perfectly said, American Rhino. But one of the things that we love and appreciate about deck hockey is that it is all inclusive. So just God bless anybody that has something to overcome a little bit harder than the rest of us, so to speak. Don't let it stop you at all and keep that fighting spirit and be a hero for all of us because a lot of people can learn a lot of lessons from somebody like that, especially Danielle Linfoot. So God bless and uh, wonderful that your son's involved in the ball hockey league as well. And so really, really cool stuff. And the other great thing about the uh, league is that it has an emphasis on fun, which again is very important. And Gary and I try and emphasize that as well. So we agree. There were also coaches in dunk tanks there. There was zombie shooting and other games. And there was even an annual parade of the champions of teams and players that included players from the national team selection. So pretty big deal over there in Pitt Meadows. And James, tell us where they play. Oh, yeah, that's the best part. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that, American Rhino. Their home rink is the rink of Seabass himself, the Cam Neely Arena. I love it. I know you do. Thank you, sir. We definitely got to go over to Ridge Meadows and play at the, or at least maybe even do play-by-play in the Cam Neely Arena. That'd just be a dream come true. James is happy and happier. That's <laughs> Yeah. And uh, in case you didn't hear it for Christmas, my brother gave me the Seabass cap. So I'll definitely be sporting that when we go up there in uh, Ontario, Canada. Uh-huh. <laughs> But getting back to the great moment, Danielle Linfoot, she survived a really ridiculous toxic shock syndrome, and it was a strep infection. So back in January 2017, and uh, she overcame the damage to her tissues, which was really obviously to, to be taken away is pretty, pretty traumatic. But she's fine. She's doing well. Thank God. God bless. And uh, kudos to the doctors, too, that saved her life and, and, and made sure that her son still has her mommy. So very happy Mother's Day to you coming up, Mrs. Linfoot. That's really remarkable. She got sick a year ago, and, and in just a year, she had to get all four of her limbs amputated. That's scary. And, you know, credit to her for fighting through it and coming out on the other side, because a lot of people would probably have just given up at that point. But she's, yeah. she's still fighting. So good on her. Amen to that. And as they say, that they treat... Mrs. Linfoot as an inspirational figure up there, too, and really, really cool stuff. So in the Ridge Meadows League, there are 900 athletes that are playing this year. And it's all about, again, it's all about fun and happiness and family and friends. So, you know, just all around great story and perfect example of what ball hockey is all about. Definitely. And to continue our Mother's Day coverage here on Hit the Deck and... Before we continue, I just want to point this out. So you may be thinking to yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute, guys. Hang on. Isn't Mother's Day the 13th? You know, Siri can't have hung me out to dry so quickly that that, it, that this weekend is Mother's Day, right? Right? You're right. So Mother's Day is May 13th. However, I know a great number of you don't listen to this podcast right away. Some of you wait a little while, which is your prerogative. That's fine. But some of you wait a little while after we release it to actually listen to it. And we don't want to release a podcast talking about all this Mother's Day stuff two days before Mother's Day and leave you hung out to dry. Because we are here for you, dear listener. That's why we do this. We're, we're all about you. So that's why you're getting all this great Mother's Day coverage now. 
and not at the last minute. Because contrary to, you know, what what most men do, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not waiting to the last minute to worry about Mother's Day. So we got you covered, listener. There you go. Well said, American Rhino. And somebody else who didn't wait till the last minute to do something nice with their mother was the uh, mother and son team of May and Dan Guthrow. Guthrow? Yep. I think it's Guthrow. Yeah, I looked it up just to see how it's pronounced. Guthrow? Oh, maybe. Anyway. That, that sounds nice. Yeah, anyway, May and Dan are a mother-son duo from Welland. And not only did they go out and catch a hockey game together. No, 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 no. That would be easy. No, they've decided to start their own league together. That, that is quite the combination there. That takes dedication. And the aim of this particular league is just to get everybody out and having fun and having a good time, which is what ball hockey should be about, man. That's what old deck hockey should be about, going out and having a good time. Although I give Dan a lot of credit because I don't know if I could play on a team with my mother, let alone run a league with her, because I think I would stop having so much fun out there if personally. But that's just me. So credit to you, man. Yeah, especially if if your mom saw how much pain you're in all the time, too, with the knees and all that stuff. And God forbid if somebody scored on you, I don't, I don't know if she'd be able to hold back and not rush the deck. But uh, but yeah, that, that's really cool. So again, as, as Gary was saying, both May and Dan played deck hockey. They've run tournaments or coached in tournaments for many, many years, including international ball hockey as well. So they really know what they're doing, which is one of the reasons why they decided to start their own league. And what is that league called, James? It's called the DHL, which stands for Dan's Hockey League. Only a mother would name a hockey league after her son. That's right. And that's one of the reasons why we love mommy so much. But oh, Dan's special hockey league. Oh, it's such a great league. Danny, you and your friends can go out and play and it'll be great. Mom, <laughs> I'm 43 yeah. years old. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how old Dan actually is. I'm just. Yeah, it's fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, God bless mommies. They still look at us no matter how old we are. If we're fathers ourselves. But we're always their babies, and, and uh-huh. we appreciate that. Uh, not too much when we're teenagers, but the older we get, and if we're blessed with having children of our own, then we totally get it. So we love you, all the mommies out there. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about that is, as Gary was saying, yes, there are different age groups, both men and women. Leagues are available in the DHL. There are uh, four-on-four formats with three 10-minute periods of 12 regular season games plus two playoff games. And that's all guaranteed. That's really cool. There are even leagues for children as young as two years old, as a matter of fact. I know a friend of the podcast, John, John Leonard, was looking for a league. He told us about that. He was looking for a league for his son, who's older than two. But, you know, maybe maybe he needs to get Nolan up to Niagara. (laughs) That would probably be a bit of a commute. But, you know, they're out there. Yeah, it's true. And bucket list, but Niagara Falls is definitely a place I need to go to before I leave this planet to the great beyond. But that wouldn't be too bad. You know, there are other things that were going on up in Niagara, too, which was deck hockey related and ball hockey related, which uh, Gary and I have talked about in podcast past. So it's a win win again. You know, you get to go see one of the most beautiful places on the earth 
and uh, play deck hockey too. So I don't know if John could spare 12, I don't know, maybe you're assuming that's 12 weeks possibly if there's 12 regular season games and stuff, but we'll see how uh, the missus feels about that. Now, I know that people hit golf balls off of waterfalls. Do people ever like shoot deck hockey balls off of waterfalls? That seems like it would be incredibly wasteful and incredibly expensive. Yeah, at least the deck hockey balls, I believe they float. So maybe there'd be some way to catch them on the bottom, but I don't know. I remember speaking of being old and remembering records and things like that. There was a Woody Woodpecker cartoon where for some reason people supposedly went over Niagara Falls in a barrel or something like that. So Yeah, well, that's not, I mean, yes, I, I know... I probably saw the cartoon you're referring to any number of times because I watched Woody Woodpecker a lot as a child. But um, going over Niagara Falls in a barrel is one of those things that kind of became an urban legend. I mean, I'm sure people actually did it, but I, I think in terms of the supposed popularity of the idea, I think that's one of those things that people say that people do more than people actually did. But it, it, hope, it's kind of a famous thing, the idea of going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yeah, I, I don't think that it would fare too well if you were dumb enough to do that. So. No, I think it's pretty pretty roundly fatal. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, exactly. So thank you. That, that <laughs> only works in The Hobbit. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar, but... The, not Niagara that, Falls specifically. But. Okay, well, anyhow, so getting back to the two-year-olds, which are a lot smarter than stupid people going over a, a falls in a barrel, they also get the same thing. They have teams of five, and they get to play 12 games, plus two playoff games as well. And t-shirts. Yes, that's right. By the way, this is, yeah. uh, this is an aside, but on my retreat this past weekend, somebody maybe I forget if it was one of our team members or one of our teenagers, but somebody mentioned to me that there was like a, a YouTube video or a website or something that showed you how to build your own t-shirt cannon. So I might oh. have to get in on that fun. I have a ton of t-shirts. <laughs> oh boy. Unfortunately, uh, is that we be... don't have a ton of hit the deck t-shirts. Otherwise, you, you know, I'm going to need that back. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, hey, can, can, can you just, uh, that's that. No keepsies. Can we, I, I need, yeah, that's, I'm sorry. We only have one of those. <laughs> well, looking forward to that new uh, hit the deck. How to, if you're going to do that on our YouTube page. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Don't hold your breath there. All right. But getting back to the DHL, Dan's Hockey League up in Niagara, May, she said that she did daycare for 20 years. So she knows what she's doing again and loves working with children. And again, it's all about having people of all ages, of all creeds coming out to play deck hockey and having fun. All the teams will be playing in a centralized location, so that's good from people from other cities around the Niagara area can come down and or up and play, and they're in a rink that was just recently renovated, and it was torn up, and a brand new fresh one is there, and if you go to the Facebook page, you can see it for yourself. It's gorgeous. It looks wonderful, and they did a great job with it, and that just makes it a lot more fun, I think, and a little bit more legitimate for a league. So uh, way to go up in the uh, DHL. Best of luck to you guys up there. And if you're in the area, it's definitely something you should look into. And we will have links to their Facebook page as well. And if they're on Twitter, we'll uh, do that 
which is cool. And um, as Gary was saying, too, that it's affordable, it's fun, it's a safe environment. And uh, people that know what they're doing know how to deal with children, which is very important, too. God forbid if anybody gets hurt or whatever the case is and everybody could learn how to be a good sport and how to learn how to deal with loss and learn how to play hockey all at the same time. Yeah, I, I think there's a few people that <laughs> we've played with that could stand a few lessons in learning how to deal with loss. So, yeah, that, that is an important lesson to learn from the beginning. Yeah, and they are planning on doing a spring league, a summer league, and a fall. And the spring session just began back in April. The summer session is due to start in June, and the fall session in September. And they're even planning on possibly having a winter session as well, but they'll see how that goes in the future. Don't be greedy, James. <laughs> Three like calendar seasons in your inaugural season is, is enough, I think. Yeah, and uh, the, the cool thing, though, is that they had such a positive response because within an hour of launching their Facebook page back in February, May said that there was a lot of interest. They got 100 likes almost immediately. And since then, she's been dealing with around 50 messages a day through that Facebook and email and text messages as well for people wanting to join the league. And back on April 7th, they had an open house and they started the league not too far after that. And so far, so good. That's a brave lady giving out her phone number to complete strangers. Yeah, we won't. We'll just keep it with the uh, Facebook and leave it at that. So, uh, you know, it's a different little area. I'm sure up in Niagara, a lot more family friendly and less people. So you can trust people a lot more than you can in a big city like New York. So we'll try and keep that in mind. Well, this is an international podcast, James. So. Well, that's yeah, you're, you got a point there. You got a point there. And as crazy as it sounds, even to say we, we have listeners in other countries. I've seen the statistics. I know. And it boggles my mind. But Whoever you are, wherever you are, thanks for, for tuning in. We, we really do genuinely appreciate it. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pops. Uh, Pops is one of our listeners, so we appreciate that. And we also appreciate him being the voice of the podcast. We likewise appreciate Anthony Sejazi, who just got James a brand new hockey bag for his birthday. So, you know... Thank you for that, bro. And thank you also for providing music to the podcast, the LIQ, who, to my knowledge, did not get James anything. But I'm sure they uh, had well wishes for him and continue to do so. And we would like to thank them for providing the podcast with sound effects. If you would like to talk to us, I mentioned it at the beginning, but I will mention it again here. If you'd like to share some war stories or give us a heads up about something, suggest a topic. If you'd like to be interviewed, if you'd like to get in touch with us, for any reason, please feel free to do so at hitthedeck, D-E-K, hitthedeck at gmail.com or hitthedeckpod on Twitter. And we are at hitthedeck on Facebook and Instagram. Also check out our YouTube channel, which is also Hit the Deck Podcast. You can search for us right on there. And we would sincerely appreciate if you would subscribe to us on there. It would help us out quite a lot and if you would also consider subscribing to the podcast on whatever your podcasting platform of choice is be that apple podcast or stitcher or the podbean app or any number of other podcasting platforms we would likewise appreciate your subscription there james is there anything that you would care to add i appreciate it and thank you for the assist yes uh, thank you to the liq my wonderful teammates for uh, the birthday wishes on uh, facebook and stuff so i appreciate it very much and texts Thank you guys very, very much. 
Superfan Sue and Superfan Anthony, too. Thank you very, very much for the birthday wishes. wishes. Uh, Lou and uh, Kevin were out there, too, so I appreciate that. And speaking of Lou of the Charlotte Street Hockey, he will be our guest next podcast, so definitely stay tuned for that. And I think that, yeah, thanks for listening. So that, that's it for me. Thanks, man. Yes, of course. And uh, <laughs> birthday witches. <laughs> yeah. Double bubble is. cake and trouble. No, that's aging. Double bubble aging is trouble. That's uh, maybe they give you a, some eye of newt or a nice, you know, package of, of toad essence of, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not acquainted with witch's brew. Maybe a nice broom. Yeah, yeah, you could play broom ball if you had a nice new broom. I'll take a beer or two. That'd be nice. But uh, but yeah, just dear listener, I'm sure because the American Rhino is so good at his job that you won't hear all of the flubs I made in this podcast. But there were quite a few. So I apologize to you, American Rhino, when you edit this. And thank you for making us sound, well, making me sound a heck of a lot better than I really am. So thank you, sir. No, James, that's <laughs> fine. It is my sincere pleasure to make both of us look good. And as for you... Dear listener, I didn't forget about you, all right? Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I will thank you also to remember that whether you are playing hockey with your school in the hopes of raising more than $350 for a charitable cause, or whether you are playing in Seabass's arena and honoring inspirational people, whether you are playing hockey with your mother or child, and not strangling each other or just out there having fun. Regardless of what you happen to be doing and where you happen to be doing it, I would urge you as ever to always remember, it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. You know, I could easily edit out that apology as well. I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have you now. <laughs>